welcome to a special episode of The Sweet Peaceful. So we originally planned to share our thoughts uh, at the end of last week's episode. Uh, well, I guess the episode that came out, yeah, last Monday, uh, about The Last of Us 2. But we figured out through me and Devin talking about it that we had a little bit too much to say about it. So we just decided to record a little bonus episode, probably throw it out in the middle of the week for you guys, oh, yeah. for anyone interested in our thoughts on this. It's a lot to say. Yeah, a lot to say. We all are going to start it off spoiler-free, and then I'll kind of do a little countdown um, before oh, we man. dive into the spoilers. Uh, Alex isn't going to be with us on this one because he hasn't played the second one, and I don't think he's that interested in it, whereas me and Devin were jumping at the gun to get into this. So we Bought just, this shit day one. Yeah, day one. So off the top, we're just going to, we just, we have a lot to say about it. So I want to start it off with us talking about um, our impressions on the first game. Um, so like uh, The Last of Us is one of my top three favorite games I've ever played. Uh, for those who don't know, it's focused on this dude um, and this little and this 14 year old girl going across the, the country, this countrywide journey, because they're living in a post-apocalyptic zombie apocalypse and he finds out that she's immune. So he's moving her to a location where she can be studied and maybe find a cure out of it. And then, um, well, I don't know if I want to spoil it. I mean, you could leave the end as a little, little surprise. So yeah. So this next game takes place four years in the future. Well, I guess we're going to have to talk, uh, we're going to have to talk about it eventually. We'll do it after the spoiler warning. So like what, so like, how do you feel about the first game, Devin? First game, oh my god. It was the first game I actually had for PS3. I bought like a PS3 way late on launch. And uh, it came with like The Last of Us and a couple other games, like some Batman Arkham City or something. And I, I immediately popped that game in, and I played it in my living room in front of my family. And <laughs> the fr- the opening scene <laughs> is just not one to just like watch with people unless you're like comfortable crying around them. <laughs> Yeah, so, true. I don't know, that game That game is amazing. It's definitely one of my top three games. Yeah, it was one of my, definitely it was one of my first uh, games I got on PS4 because it got so many Game of the Year awards from, but I had a 360 when it released, so I was excited to finally get my hands on it and kind of dive into it. Yeah, I ended up buying the remastered version. I played it a little bit, but... Nice, nice. So I've always kind of viewed the first game as you're kind of seeing a dead man be brought back from the abyss by Ellie. Yeah. Like, because grief has essentially killed him. You kind of see him die when his daughter dies in his arms. And then slowly over the game, you slowly see him kind of being brought back to life. Um, he goes from bitter to sweet. Yeah, and it's just a really hot, war- heartwarming story. And he makes a lot of decisions in that game that end up having consequences in this next game. I did see one review by US Gamer that I liked, and it said, The Last of Us is the action. The Last of Us 2 is the reaction. So I thought that okay, was kind of cool. That, yeah, that's a cool way of putting it. Yeah, so like, let's let's go into our initial impressions, um, just overall, uh, before we get into any spoilers on the on the second game. Like, my God, that game is incredible. Like, I if I I would recommend it to everyone, but I would first recommend the first game, of course, and of course I'd also let someone know that it is a stealth based game. Um, yeah. Because it's not going to be that that playstyle is not going to be for everyone. But that story, man, it's so incredible. It's really good. I fucking I have a love hate relationship with it to be honest. But the gameplay after watching not the gameplay but just the game in general, I guess. But the gameplay is amazing. I liked all the new additions they added in, like buffing up your melee weapons and silencers yeah, yeah. and shit like that. So you got a little bit more gadgets to work with. 
and the graphics and like exploring post-apocalyptic Seattle is just, oh man. That's God, what I was insane. surprised on too was the graphics because I was like, oh man, I have an old ass PS4 that I got on launch. Super old, not even the pro. And uh, it, it still looked amazing. Yeah, see, I'm playing on the pro with that HDR enabled and oh my god i was like this is probably the the best looking game i've ever played like the only game that i could compare it to in terms of like maybe the same quality would be uh red dead redemption 2 well the ps5 is going to be backwards compatible right so i could pop it in there it'll be backwards compatible with a select amount of games um i believe I feel like this one has to be or if yeah. they'll get a remaster i don't know no they they did say they're not going to double dip and it will just be backwards compatible Okay, um, weird. Which is good. Because I don't I don't really think that game needs to be remastered. I I mean I, I don't even want to know what that would look like if it looked better. Yeah, what better. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How more real can you get? <laughs> yeah, like the little details in that game are insane. Like so like I've seen some people criticizing that uh Dina and Ellie's relationship uh progresses too fast. But like on my second playthrough of The Last of Us, um I noticed that she has pictures of her and Jesse, like the three of them above her bed. She has a drawing of Dina above her bed. So they've already clearly been friends for years. Yeah. Um, so like, it's not like they just started hanging out or anything like that. They are obviously already best friends. And then like at one point they discuss like, well, you never talked to me about your ex-girlfriend when she's like, why don't you ever talk to me about Jesse? So like they have a history of, of knowing each other. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, there's like a moment where, uh, like you, I guess that's a spoiler. So I, should we just, I think we're, we, we need to, we just down. need to dive in, yeah. dude. We just need to dive in. All right, if you're so, listening to this, chances are you played it. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you haven't played it. But, I mean, maybe you just want to listen to us talk about stuff, which I appreciate you for that. But yeah. All right. We're going to count down from five and we're going to go into spoilers. So yeah, if you haven't seen last, if you haven't played last of us and you don't want to know the, the story spoilers, then just leave now. There's like five, four, three, two, one. Last chance. All right. Dude, Joel fucking dies. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. So I've seen some people <laughs> criticizing that that death wasn't earned. I definitely think it was. And I say that because in the first game, we like, so here's kind of like, I was reading a quote from Neil Druckmann, the director and writer. He said, in the first game, you don't necessarily agree with what Joel's doing, but we saw that the majority of people understood what he's doing and now they're role-playing as him. Yeah. Uh, so he said, I might not do this, but I understand why Joel would. So I'm going to see through his eyes. Uh, and there's something unique about empathy that is created in video games. It's wholly unique. So like, um, like we hear Joel say, I've been on both sides of this when they get ambushed. So like he has been ambushing. We, we hear about his brother having nightmares about what Joel's done to people and torturing and stuff. So like we have, there's multiple evidence that Joel is not a good person. And like at one point Ellie asks him, have you killed innocents before? And he doesn't answer her back. And she goes, I'll take that as yes. And he's like, you take it however you want it. So like, like I said that it was almost like a dead man who was lost in the abyss of grief. And he's done horrible things in that while he was in that. And of course, in the final climax of the game, he literally destroys the chance of a cure being created for humanity during the zombie apocalypse like essentially dooming people yeah that is an unforgivable act and in the moment of the game you understand it you understand why he did it you understand what motivation you go through this whole journey with him and ellie and you're like whoa yeah that's a bond right there 
And, like, he makes that decision for her, which is pretty fucked up. Because, like, in Ellie's eyes, she justifies everyone that's died. Like, Riley and uh, that girl that she loved. Um, oh, yeah. Tess. Yeah. She justifies every person that's died in her journey as, okay, well, I'm going to, my life's going to mean something. I'm going to find a cure. And they didn't die for nothing. They didn't die for yeah. nothing. I'm going to make their deaths mean something because I'm going to use my immunity for the greater good. And Joel takes that away from her. And he makes that decision completely on his own. It's like, I think that Joel's death was earned. I yeah, think that he it had was. it coming to As him. much as I fucking hate to say it, because when you play the first game... I love him. He's an amazing character, you know? You're like, damn. And then even in, the, in, even in this game, you see little, like, shining moments that you're just like, damn. Yeah, you see, a you see guy. a man redeeming himself and coming back from that horrible But you can't escape grief. your past. Yeah, and you have to pay the consequences. And like, you can't just murder tons of people scot-free. Like, I think a big part of this game is that um, people have loved ones. People have relatives and friends. And murder isn't like doesn't just go without affecting those people. And those people are going to seek revenge. It's just a big cycle of violence. That's why I was... Uh, scene it's just i don't know he killed a whole bunch of people they kill him they go or then ellie goes out for revenge then abby it's just like a whole back and forth cycle so i got the collector's edition of the last of us 2 and it came with a little letter from the director and i kind of wanted to read it out because it kind of he kind of talks about what they sought out when they were making this game i have a couple of quotes actually about it um but he said, what would you do if someone you loved was the victim of a cruel and violent act? How easily could one's mind tip towards violent retribution? How far would you go to bring the people responsible to justice? If you were successful, how would it change you? Would you ever be the same? With The Last of Us Part 2, we set out to create an experience that explores these difficult questions, the darkest sides of human nature, and the vicious cycles of violence that we witness in the world around us on a daily basis. The result is a game crafted by hundreds of developers that push themselves to create something more than mere entertainment. A game that we're incredibly proud of and that we hope you will enthrall you and challenge your own views of justice and empathy. So, like, I effectively think they did this. Yeah. I, yeah, they definitely did. It's a whole eye for, eye for an eye type thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole world's blind. So, like, and just, like, that kind of relates originally, I guess... For 50% of the game's production, Ellie does kill Abby at the very end. And to which the director said uh, that gave a whole different kind of feel to the ending. And then another character would have had to stop the cycle of violence. Like someone else would have had to. Yeah, because that's what Lev would end up seeking out Ellie. Yeah. So they said at some point through our conversations about Yara or Lev, we came to the realization that it wasn't honest to Ellie's character that way. Deep down inside, there's goodness there. Hopefully she can go forward and build her life. So, like, I think that really speaks to the game and its message on saying seeking endless revenge and not empathizing with your enemy and, like, seeing their side of things is essentially you're not solving anything, right? You're not yeah. you're not calling it off. Because I hated it at first. I hated the switch to Abby. I fucking... My momentum of playing that game honestly did go down a little bit. I was like, oh, I'm playing as Abby. Fuck this... Did I hear oh, that across the board? I fucking hate her. But as I went on, dude, like, as I went on, I was like, grow it was, she was kind of growing on me. And at the very end, that whole fight scene, I was like, dude, Ellie, fuck off. 
can you not can you not like (laughs) just let her go fucking let her go but she's just like beating this skeleton like bag of bones of a woman that used to be built like an ox oh yeah yeah i'm like no oh man i was actually reading something today that uh kind of like blew my mind on how abby's section's final boss fight when you're fighting ellie it mirrors ellie's fight against um i think his name is peter in the first game when you're stealthing away from him and you sneak up behind him and hurt him oh yeah you're essentially role reversed with ellie running away from you and hiding and you're trying to sneak up behind her so like that was i thought that was pretty cool dude she was ellie was sneaky as fuck she was flying around setting up traps (laughs) the game was super effective in making you empathize so well with ellie during joel's death that you just absolutely hate these people and you just want them dead no matter what yeah i'm like i don't care who the fuck you are what your actions are what your motives are fuck you you killed joel i loved that man (laughs) like yeah exactly and like i remember like when i got to seattle every wolf i killed i'd be like i don't give a fuck like fuck you like (laughs) yeah exactly like kill all of them i don't care at all or whatever because like i know that this game's trying to treat killing as you're not killing just mindless NPCs. These people have names. They get yelled out when they die. That shit is so fucked, honestly. Yeah, like it, it's one of them, and it's like Jesse. No, not Jesse. Yeah, like it's trying to make you essentially be like, oh shit, I'm like Abby. I'm just coming in and killing people. Like, man, and, the dogs. The yeah, the dogs. dogs. <laughs> That's the saddest part of the game. You can't even go around it. Like, you can try and stealth around some dogs, I guess, but there's like a cutscene where you have to kill a fucking dog and it's one of the dogs that's owned by abby's group yeah yeah and i did read one quote from the director he said i don't know if you're gonna like abby necessarily we hope you do but we can really can we really get you to understand her and that's where the second half of the game goes you're playing as someone that goes on their own journey of redemption and you get to like her actually i Dude, in the beginning, every time she talked, I would just yell at the screen, yeah. shut up. I'd be like, I do not want to hear it. I, I don't was telling you this. You. I was sending you Snapchats of me literally throwing her off buildings just to watch her die. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, and like I was talking to Joe this morning at work about it. He's like, dude, I set my controller down for 10 minutes and just watched her get eaten by zombies over and over because I was like, I'm not fucking helping this girl survive. <laughs> and like I think that's probably a common thing because the game did such an effective job at making you hate this character. And then... Oh, yeah. It's challenging you to empathize with her and play as her and almost root for her in a way, which is nuts. Yeah. Like, that and some people, happen. some people just don't like she grew on me, but I know a lot of people that will be like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck this game. I've talked to a lot of people that absolutely hate her the whole time and are pissed that she does, wasn't killed at the end. Cause all my coworkers are like Seattle day three. They're still taking it really easy. And I'm like, how can you do that with this game? But yeah, so they I don't even think they've made it to the Switch yet, so their whole world is going to be flipped upside down right when they have to step in Abby's shoes. Yeah, I feel like the wind gets taken out of your sails when you start as Abby, and then for yeah. me at least, I was like, okay, I just want to get through this because I want to know what happens to Ellie. I don't care that much about these characters, but I'm just going to continue on because I really want to get back to what was going on. And then through that, I was like, wait, I really like Owen. I really like Manny. Yeah, when I first switched, like I thought it was... It was just going to be like, like you know how they have the flashbacks and stuff and time jumps. I thought it was going to just be like that. And then I opened up her crafting menu and I saw that there was a skill <laughs> tree. And I was like, oh, oh fuck. I'm in this for the fucking long haul now. 
And then that's why I texted you. I was like, am I playing this here for the, like, last half? <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was kind of... Oh, man, I, it still bums me out so much that Ellie left her fucking happy ending behind. Yeah, that shit is sad. And, like, it's almost like... It almost just seems exhausted and tiring for the characters involved. Like, they're injured, they're fucked up, they're at the end. But it's also, like, for the player, you're exhausted by this point. You want it to be over. You're like, why is this still going? Why are we still Come seeking... on, you got the happy ending. Can yeah. we just call it good? But that's, like, forcing the player to be like, why are we still seeking revenge? Is it even worth it at this point anymore? Yeah. So, yeah, it's intentional in a way. And then, like, at, like initially, Ellie cuts her down. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, we're just going to let her go? Like, this is the end? And then she's, like, gets that flash of Joel being tortured. And she's like, no, no, no. I can't let her go. I can't let this go. I'm going to fucking kill her. And then, of course, you see another flash of Joel right before that. And you're like, oh, man. That moment, dude, I was tears streaming down my face bro yeah this game made me cry a lot i yeah. fucking, <laughs> fucking i was like so god emotional. damn it getting getting me all in my feels all the flashbacks with joel dude i was getting oh, yeah. so emotional like in like the, the whole museum thing yeah, oh dude. man that shit was so fucking cool yeah putting the hats on the dinosaurs oh my god did you put the hat on joel i put yeah and then he threw it on top of a fucking dinosaur <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking it's like I get that people are angry that Joel's dead and he wasn't in the game, but he's still in the game heavily, like, every flashback. Yeah. I mean, he gets taken early, but you get to see him through the flashbacks and stuff like that. I thought it was so fucking... And, like, it also feeds into Ellie's such... Her great desire and need for revenge that literally on the last night before he died, they had a fucking... Their first step towards, like, yeah. her forgiving. So she kind of gets her... Yeah, she gets that robbed from her. Yeah, and like God, that's like right now. I can feel like I'm. That's gonna, yeah, no, that's the one that was like no, like one no, of the biggest gut punches. Yeah, once they put that at the end too, because I was wondering the whole time. I was like, did that whole party thing happen? And then they go their separate ways. He went on his like little uh, whatever the fuck he had to go on mission. And then I don't, I don't even fucking know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. What you're saying, but like, yeah, I also like. like was there no like, in between shit? between the fight and that in between stuff so fucking sad yeah the in between shit is very sad oh man i man it was pretty crazy finding out that like two years prior he told her the truth like that was a big reveal like in the middle of the game because you're like why is this shit awkward at first i thought it was like oh it's just she's growing up and he's like the father figure and she's like oh i'm too cool for you dad but then they dropped out and you're like oh so she knows everything. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it was kind of like the first game was about coming back from grief. And then this game was about learning to live with it, accept it and let it go. And you essentially see her do that at the end when she leaves the guitar behind. And that's supposed to be symbolic for her leaving Joel behind and letting go of that and being like, OK, I'm going to move on with my life. Yeah, because the game starts with the guitar. He's he's fixing it up and then ends with her setting it down and walking away so personally do you want there to be a third game i would be i don't know how they'd do it because i don't know how much more ellie could do at this point i feel like her story's kind of concluded she's fucked up i want her to get a happy ending but at this point i'm just like how so would they continue it through abby and lev 
And then I, you're kind of like, Abby not. is kind of like the Joel fatherly figure to Lev. I don't know. I don't think they should do that. So I think it kind of should conclude here. But I can see that. I don't know. I just, part of me just really wants, I don't know what like message they could set out to tell because in it, when asked if there was a plans for a third, he said, currently there's not, they'd have to, f- they'd have to find a reason to make it. Yeah, a that's what I'm game. saying. There has to be a, a reason like. Yeah, and there'd have to be a message and a theme that they would want to tell. And there's also no plans for DLC right now for the second game at all. Damn. But if they do find that, it would be really cool to, like, hopefully see Ellie get some sort of happy ending. Would she be older? Would she be in her, like, 20s or 30s? Like, I don't know. I was so bummed when she got her happy ending taken, though. (laughs) Yeah. I I was fucking dumbfounded the whole time. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So back and forth, it's like, I'll let you live. I'll kill these people, but I'm going to let you live. All right, I'm <laughs> killing these people, but I'm going to let you live. And then, yeah, I don't know. Just yeah, a dude, back that, and forth. <laughs> the whole rattler bullshit. I was like, I'm so done with this. I don't care about any of these people. Like, fucking just get me to Abby. I want to see this final confrontation. And then you find her, and she's all skinny and broken. And she was like, oh, no, we can't I was like, her. I can't even fight her, dude. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if she wasn't all, if she wasn't a bag of bones, she probably would have kicked Ellie's ass again. Yeah, or Ellie would have killed her. Dude, she was so buff. Yeah, dude. She was just, like, trained so fucking hard to avenge her father. Yeah, because she's always, like, when Owen's trying to, like, get uh, intimate with her, she's, like, having PTSD flashbacks of her dad, which we see Ellie mirrored having in the same, later in the game, with Joel. And she's just like, I can't, I can't be happy right now. I can't be happy with this person out there still alive. And, like, oh, man, it's just, it's nuts. But I'm glad Ellie was able to let it go. Yeah. So this game is getting a lot of hate. I wanted to address some of the common criticisms. I have five of them. Um, so one I saw was all the men died and it's only females. And it's a female game about females. What, <laughs> what do you have wow. to say about that one? Dude, I don't even fucking know. There's dudes in this game. What the fuck you talking about? I don't know. I think it's also dope to see, like, a female lead and have it be a female gay lead. It's sick. It's like, need more representation fucking in fucking Call video Duty. games. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, Call of Duty is just literally all dudes. Yeah, I didn't even think about this at all. I was like, I, like, I did not. Yeah, that didn't cross my mind at all. Consideration. It was just characters doing their fucking life. Like, what? <laughs> uh, the next one was the sex was unnecessary between Ellie and Dina, and it didn't need to be dude the, the sex was unnecessary between abby and owen okay that <laughs> shit was unnecessary and unpleasant to the eyes <laughs> what the fuck dude, i think so you know how she keeps saying when she's helping lev and yara that she's like i need to do this for myself yeah i think that's because she feels torn up inside about what she did to joel and she's trying to redeem herself in that way yeah, it could be i'm pretty sure it's eating at her and like I think seeing her and, like, Owen get intimate with each other is just us slowly seeing Abby come back from grief. Like, we're seeing her redeem herself in the way that Joel did last game, and she's coming back after she got her revenge, and now she's like, who am I? And, like, she's being called a shitty person and stuff. So I think that was just, like, her messily kind of come back. It was, I, didn't, I did look away from the screen because I didn't want to watch whatever was going on at that <laughs> point. <laughs> God damn it. The, the next uh, criticism I saw was that the open world Seattle part in day one for Ellie was filler. Um, I didn't uh, agree no. with this. 
I don't agree with that at all because especially as like we live in Bellingham, we're fucking an hour and a half away from Seattle, recognizing things where we've been, we're like, holy shit, that's in a game. Yeah. It, like that if that's filler, uh, give me more of that filler. <laughs> well, for me, I didn't feel like it was filler because it it was just showing you what Ellie and Dina's relationship was like and letting you like live and breathe to those characters. Yeah, as you're exploring, you're hearing all this side conversation, and that's what I like about this game. That's and probably my favorite what part. What could off put other people is, yeah, that you're learning so much about these complex characters. It's not just like these two dimensional fucking yeah, people. They're fucking they're people. Dude, the like even the AI that you're fighting are complex. Like the the name calling and stuff like that. Yeah. So like the main characters are just that much more complex, and I, I like hearing all the side chatter. And, like, a lot of those parts are important. Like, I remember when you were, like, we were coming out of the bank. She's like, what do you want? What would you buy with all that money in the it back before the outbreak? And she's like, I would just buy a house, like, a farmhouse. And that's what I would want to do. And she's like, oh, I'd want to be an astronaut. But, like, that is reflected later in the game when she gets her. I didn't even realize that. Damn, yeah. Yeah. Got and the then farmhouse. she's like, why do you think that'd be boring? And Ellie's like, no, it's not. That's nice. why Ellie went after Abby. She didn't have a fucking spaceship, but Dina had a farmhouse so she could be happy, you know? Yeah. Cause she was like, that sounds boring, but it, it would be nice growing tomatoes with you. I could, I would, I would do that with you. Um, but essentially you also hear that like Ellie's not that type of person. She's more adventurous and risky and like, she's yeah. not going to do that. And like, that. that's, that's part like where the PTSD and shit plays into. Cause after you go through all of that shit, how do you settle down and just like, Oh, I'm going to live a normal life now after all of the events that just occurred. Yeah. And she just can't let go of the grief. And it takes that really like, I guess, high intensity, emotional moment of almost killing Abby. And I think it was important for Ellie to have the chance to walk away because both other times it was Abby's decision to walk away. Yeah. So she finally gets the say. Yeah. Okay. The next, uh, criticism was that the gameplay was terrible and the, like i saw some people complaining that enemies can just get one shot in the head killed it's like that's fucking real life dude what yeah what i don't should they have like three hit markers in their head or something and <laughs> i mean fuck? even when you go deeper into the game you encounter enemies that have protective headgear so you got to use different shit to take them out and like i never felt like i could ramble through sections no like, yeah me neither like, I, I don't know, maybe it was because I was enjoying part of the stealth play, too, because it's just fun. But Yeah. Yeah, I, overall, I felt like it was an improvement from the first game. Uh, maybe it's criticism from people that are just not big fans of that type of gameplay, of, like, sneaking around and setting traps and stuff like that. But I don't know. I I didn't ever had a problem with it. Maybe they're playing on easy mode. I don't know. <laughs> and finally, playing we kinda, on cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of covered this. Uh, the biggest main criticism is that Abby should have died. I don't know. I don't know. That would just, like like we said in uh, the beginning, that would just continue the cycle. Can't, yeah. can't keep going. We And we got to see our protagonist, Ellie, decide to, to let it go and to be the bigger person. Because I don't think Ellie would have killed Lev. No, definitely like, not. I don't think she would have killed Lev. Like, she fucking tore herself up when she killed Mel and realized she was pregnant, so... So, kind of, side note, do you think El Ellie wouldn't have killed Lev because Ellie's a good person? Yeah, I think all these people deep down are good people. They're just super complex, and they're living in a world where okay. life isn't so simple. That's a, Yeah, that's exactly what I was getting at, because Abby decided not to kill Ellie when she killed Joel. 
because uh, yeah. Abby's effectively on some level a good person, which is kind of shown. And I don't think a lot of people want to accept that because she killed Joel. Yeah. But yeah, overall, what would you give Last of Us out of 10? I mean, I can never go as high as 10, so this would still probably be like a 9 out of 10. Okay. Because 10 is unachievable to me. But Did you like it more than the first game? Oh. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. I have so much nostalgia connected to the first game, and sequels are always hard to like surpass something that you have so much nostalgia connected to. So, ah, oh, fuck, dude. Probably not. I like the improvements and stuff like that, but story-wise, first one, first one. I have to agree with you on this one. I just think the first game of watching this man come back from grief and have this father-daughter relationship and everything and the comedy and the their chemistry with each other, I just think that's effectively a more heartwarming, enjoyable story, and it kind of has a happy ending as well, which is nice. Yeah. This but one I, is all sad, sad yeah. ending, <laughs> fucking literally fucking you're gonna want to curl up and cry after this shit i respect even thinking about it i respect the story and like the message it told because that's fucking that's a hard message to get across the gamers obviously a lot of them don't even want to accept it and like the gameplay and it was excellent a tier storytelling i'd probably give it in like a 9.5 if i was going to give the first game a 10 if i would maybe i'd even just give them both 10s it's fucking they're great experiences yeah overall amazing I cannot wait to see what Naughty Dog has in its oh, chamber man. next. If they're doing shit this complex, I'm like, whew, keep it coming. I want it. I don't care how long I have to wait. I feel like this game was worth the long-ass wait. Yeah, seven years. And, like, I don't know when Uncharted 4 came out. Yeah, I'm not too sure. They had a couple, yeah, they had a couple projects in between. Did you play Uncharted 4? Yeah. Yeah, Naughty Dog does such good games about two different characters together like last of us was like the first naughty dog game i played and then it got me into the uncharted series and stuff like that so uncharted 4 like, came out in these guys are just so fucking good at telling stories and like creating an environment where you're like holy shit i'm watching a movie i'm a part of this world i'm like damn yeah and it's always like teams of two like ellie yeah. and joel or uh Sam and Nathan Drake or so you're constantly like building a relationship in there and you get to watch that evolve throughout the games it's sick and yeah there's always dialogue between them as you're exploring or in combat and stuff oh one last thing uh I did see one thing that this game is kind of tackling how um in action games you have someone like Nathan Drake who is funny charismatic he's essentially like a family's man by the end we see him with a love interest but then we see him go into another country and kill hundreds and hundreds of people so like what dude the fuck? when's someone gonna come in and fucking take a golf club to his head yeah but like it's like us as gamers have kind of like a disconnect when we're watching the story where this film wouldn't i mean this story wouldn't translate to film because it would be like seeing indiana jones just wipe out legions and legions of men yeah and then fucking like laugh and make a joke or whatever and like uh, Last of Us 2 kind of treats it m- as more, like, realistic, more heavy, and how these murders are kind of, like, Ellie's shaking. She's covered in bruises and blood, and she's having, like, a really hard time dealing with this, and she's getting PTSD and stuff, and, like, it almost kind of seems... Like, you hear the enemies gurgle and choke on their own blood or oh, scream dude, the as they fucking, hold their leg. Like, honestly, this game actually, like... The kills were satisfying, not gonna lie, but... There were just parts of them that were a little too real for me. I was like, holy shit, I'm actually killing a human right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's nuts. 
don't even get me started on the dogs again. Dude. <laughs> dogs again, <laughs> dude. Like, so when in your dog encounters, because my dog encounters on my second playthrough are a lot different than my first playthrough. Um, in my first playthrough, I effectively killed every single dog with trap mines. I would just like they pick oh, up on man. my scent, and I'd know that they did. So I would set a trap oh, mine man. down, and I'd no. leave. And so I wouldn't see it. I would just hear a fucking boom go off, and I'd be like, "Okay, the dog's dead." But in my uh, second playthrough, I was rushing through everything as fast as I can, just trying to get to collectibles. So I, I suddenly, for the first time ever, a dog like tackled me. So I had to like spam a button to get off me. Ellie gets out her knife and just starts stabbing it in the neck a ton of times. That time. shit was, was like, yeah, Holy that fuck. shit was unnecessary, dude. <laughs> you just hear the dog crying. And she's like, arr, arr, arr. I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, right, that I'm shit like, fucking, I, just, <laughs> I, I like. Oh my god! When I say I cried a lot at this game, it was mostly every time I had to kill a fucking dog. I swear to God. <laughs> Uh, one time there's like, there's four enemies like grouped up and I was like, dude, this, this is a perfect opportunity for a Molotov. And I threw it and there's a dog in the group. It was a fucking big mistake, dude. I couldn't handle it. It's just yelping on fire. I couldn't handle it, dude. The dog deaths are too realistic. Naughty dog. You need to fucking tone it down. Uh, near the end of the game, you approach two people looking at like a slave tied up to chains. Oh yeah. How did you handle that? That wasn't a slave. It was a fucking. <coughs> it was a zombo. I'm pretty sure it was a human <coughs> being because he's like dropping. No, it was a zombie. And then there's more littered throughout the base. Like I went, there was like two clickers on a chain, and I released them, and then it, they go and uh, attack the people. Man, but I did. I, I threw a fucking. I threw molotov. a molotov. I did throw a molotov. <laughs> but Both yeah, times. it was. I learned it was a zombie afterwards because okay, they had them all I chained do, up. I literally thought it was a human being. Just a I first no, up, same. And I same. was like, "Well, this is gonna be a mercy killing, and I'm gonna get those other two guys." And I just fucking hit him with the molotov. <laughs> no, that's why I thought at first I thought it was a human too, but then I was like, oh, "Okay, they just have like guard dogs that are infected people." Yeah, they they really like right at the end of the game tried to show you like one of the most fucked up type of gangs, to, and I, I almost feel like it's intentional just to make you feel like the wolves weren't that bad. Yeah. There's a lot out there. Like, these people were fucked up. Yeah. All the people uh, fucking tied up on, on the beach. Just, like, crucified, basically. That was fucked. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, that was rough. I was like, man. For a while, I thought Abby was this other girl with long hair. <laughs> yeah, same. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess that chick's too healthy. It's this fucking skeleton over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. But, yeah. I think that's all we have really to talk about yeah way too much we're already at like what, so 35 minutes we couldn't attack this on to the end of a normal episode no uh before we go i wanted to give a little shout out to eric for making the cover for this uh it was like a special request he did um fun little play on the cover of the game as well as chris evans for the intro and outro i'm gonna be throwing down some uh, a different intro and outro than we usually knew, do on our normal episodes since this is like a bonus episode it's probably playing right now but yeah um, thanks guys uh, yeah, thanks thank you yeah, we'll Peace catch out. you next Monday on the normal 